0: Welcome everyone to the Denamo Abroad podcast where we talk about anything and everything Denamo Kiev related. I'm your host Alex Lisich and with us today coming from across the pond is uh, Dima, how's it going Dima?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well. It's been a it's been a good week for us Denamo supporters of course and I'm looking forward to a good
0: podcast. It has been a very uh, fairly successful week uh, for Denamo supporters that's absolutely true and with us also is uh, Eric, how's it going Eric?
2: It's going great. Um, probably the happiest I've been to record a, a podcast here. I'm really looking forward to getting down to business.
0: Uh, yeah, we are definitely going to get down to business uh, because Dynamo Kiev won their Ukrainian Cup game yesterday over uh, Kolos on penalties. And because of that, because of Shakhtar slipping up, we take on AgroBusiness in the semifinals of the Ukrainian Club uh, Cup Uh, In the other round, is or uh, the fixture is uh, Zoria against Alexandria. So, uh, should we get past agribusiness, Uh, we take on one of those two. Uh, And some other news Vitaly Boyalski, one player of the month. I don't think anyone's going to be overly surprised about that uh, with the month he had with goals against Olympic um, and Bruce. So, very important uh contributions from him and uh not necessarily transfer news but it is a new player added to the squad well i say new he's been here he's been he's been involved in the team before uh ahmed ali bekov has been added to the upl uh squad he was previously on loan to fc ufa in the first half of the season where he only made a, a handful of appearances uh dima what do you think about ali bekov coming back Some, something good to see
1: um, well, personally, I rate him highly as one of my favourite uh, prospects in the team. But you know, the reason cited from him uh, coming back is that he he can cover um, defensive midfield That's his main position, but he can also play as a centre back, and he's been deployed there for us before. So yeah, he's a he's a he's a good player, um, good shot, good pass, uh, good defensively, and um, whilst on loan at Al he. he um, he has considerably grown maybe not only as a player, but also in height, because on the UPL website, he is cited as being 1,823 centimetres tall. So, you know, um, usually we, quite, we really struggle against taller players, but, you know, 18 metres tall, and Lidbekov will really help out against that. Um, but no, seriously, I, I reckon this could be, you know, the squad, he, he won't be starting in game in, game out, but he adds some quality to the bench, and he can step into the first team when needed.
0: Uh, definitely will not hurt to have some more uh, players that can come in to the first team and make an impact. Uh, so the first game we're going to cover today is uh, Dinamo's one-nil win over Club Bruges. That means Denamo won the tie 2-1 overall in aggregate as they will advance to the UEFA Europa League round of 16, where they will face Villarreal. More on Villarreal in a week or so when they fixtures. but for now we'll focus on Bruges. Uh, Eric, um, neither – team really got going against Bruges, um, but what, what did you see from Dinamo that eventually won them the game?
2: Uh, Shaparenko, really, to put it simply, um, you know, I don't want to say it was just him that won us the match, but um, you know when he came on just before, I think it was the 70th minute, um, the game was very stale, um, not to say that there weren't a few chances here and there. I think the better ones were more so for uh, Brugge. Um, but it was very stale. You know, Dinamo were playing like they were the ones with the away goal, um, which was alarming for the majority of the match. Um, you know, I saw, um, you know, the same story, honestly, with Jason. Um, You know, we weren't really doing a good job of closing down uh, wide players to prevent crossing. Um, you know, I know we talked about in the preseason where, uh, I think it was the who had, who passed it to someone from like a couple meters away and just like rocketed it at their legs. Um, and in this match, uh, Jefferson did the same thing to Bojowski from like three meters away, um, which was just great. Um, Bouchon looked better, um, which was great to see, you know, he had some decent saves. I, I don't want to get too hyped on it because with all due respect, they were right at him. Their saves he should be making. However, if you compare that to what we've seen in previous matches from him, you know, the indecisiveness, not being able to, um, you know, make up his mind between either coming out to claim something or staying on his line, um, you know, he made saves that he honestly should have made. Um, but again, you know, good from him. He, he kept us in the match. Um, but yeah, I mean, for for the majority of the match, um, you know, really, I would argue that Bryugia's best chances came. You know, I know Bastos had a header in the first half that Bouchon saved. And I remember in the second half, um, there was a, I don't remember if it was a counterattack or just an attack, but um, a, pla- a pass was played out to the wing. Um, and Sirota went to intercept it and slid to intercept the pass and missed it, which led um, the briugi player to be in on goal and shot a cross goal, but made a really nice save. Um but, um, yeah, so, you know, again, to get back to the actual question, Sheparenko comes on, um, and it's not even like the entire tie to the match was changed into Dinamo's favor, but you can see that we started to get a little bit more dangerous, we started to, to come out of our shell a little bit. Um, you know, he came on, he had a really nice effort from outside the box, um, a finesse shot into the lower right-hand corner that forced a save from Mignolet, which I believe was actually his first save of the match. It didn't come until this, until about the, you know, 70th minute or so, which is, you know, not great, but um, he had another chance after that, a volley effort from outside the box that went just over the bar. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, suddenly players like Gerson and Sahan Kov, who really hadn't, been impactful to our side, started to look more dangerous. And you know, in the 82nd minute, we broke the deadlock. Um, you know, it was a really nice play from Jerson to play a, um, I guess, a, you know, chipped through ball over the defensive line. Sahankov timed his line to perfection, or his run to perfection. Played it across to Bulyalski, um, you know, off the underside of the bar and in. The away goal that we so badly needed, and, and frankly, that I didn't think we were going to get. Um, so credit to them. And, uh, you know, pretty much after that, we were able to hold on to the lead and and ultimately advance. Um, you know, I think I would have started Sheparenko this match. Um, you know, Shepelev um, he had some decent, uh, his long passing was decent when he actually tried to. But, I mean, outside of that, again, I mean, he unfortunately doesn't really offer a whole lot. Um, but... Um, yeah, you know, I guess the, really the biggest thing for me was uh, Sobol, who in the match, he was kind of playing a little bit behind the defensive line. And Sahankov, when he timed his run, um, Sobol looked like he was going to pick up the run, but then he stopped for a second and hesitated. And I don't know what, what happened, but ultimately, I don't know if he was like trying to play an offside trap or what, but, you know, ultimately, um, through not picking up that run, you know, translated into the, the normal goal. So, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, he got a very angry call from Akhmetov after the match and will be without a club this summer. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, great win for Mama. I mean, I screamed when we scored that goal, freaked my cats out. Um, I'm sure my neighbors heard me, but I don't care. Um, was not expected. I am a little ashamed to say that I had probably written us off a little bit for this match. Um Huge win. So, so proud of them. And Mujanski, as we continue to talk about, being immense.
0: Uh, Dima, anything, any concerns from this game? I, you know, it was a one no win. Shaparenko, we knew, played well. But is there anything that struck you in particular that uh, could be concerning going to the next round against Villarreal?
1: Well... We kind of lacked a lot of creativity. We, we lacked creativity for the vast majority of the game. Um, like like Eric said, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, just say the exact same twice uh, what Eric said because he's spot on. Um, but yeah, until Schepernick came on, there was kind of no creativity. And, you know, we were once again letting them kind of run into space and cross. But I, I don't, I think it, if I was a Burger fan, I'd be very disappointed that performance because they were not good at all. And I think, you know, We really, um, you know, we really got helped by them not playing well at all. Um, But I look, I can't say anything more than, you know, maybe we weren't urgent enough and maybe, you know, just the same kind of defensive issues, you know, letting players run into space, cross the ball. But other than that, it was a victory. Again, I wasn't expecting. Um, I I predicted a Brugge win, Uh, you know, hold my hands up. Admit I was wrong, and I'm, I'm very happy I was wrong, of course, because it's a you know, when you consider all things considered, you know, they made life really hard for uh, uh well, I'll get on to Zinid, but they made hard life, uh, life hard for Brugge and not Brugge Dortmund and um, Lazio, and they smashed uh, 3 0 at home, and I believe they won 2 1 away. Um, so you know, this kind of gives us an indicator of the team, but. As for the win, I'd compare it to uh, the 2018 Super Cup win where it was, again, a Bryalski goal. Um, that what the, the goalkeeper didn't pass the ball straight to our player and failed to run back like Piadov did in that Super Cup. But it was kind of a similar smash and grab um, to that. But, yeah, that's what I have to say. You know, good win. Um, and You know, it shows that we offer something on the European stage. Uh,
0: now... Onto the player ratings, so we will start with Bushjan. Uh, Eric, you're rating for Bushjan on the day.
2: Um, all right. I guess I'll be a little generous and give him a seven. Um, I uh, saves he was expected to made, but hey, he stepped up. Ultimately, did his job. Solid match from him.
0: A shutout on top of that, which I, it's, I feel like it's been a while since we kept one of those. Uh, Dima, you're rating for Kilzora.
1: I can't really remember too much of him, to be honest, but I guess he did kind of help keep, you know, he tried to go forward. Um, he kept his man relatively quiet. Six, um,
0: six Six and a half for Kilzora. Uh, onto the center back, so it would be the right center back would be Zabarny. I would say again, six and a half, seven, never really. Never really noticed he was there, which is never really a bad thing. You know, he, he dealt with Buzz Dust while I thought him and Serota dealt with Dust very well. So I'll go six and a half for Zabar, any kind of standard performance. Uh, Eric, your rating for Serota?
2: Probably the same for me. I thought overall uh, pretty solid match. Really the thing that stood out was the play that I mentioned where he missed a – an interception, and Brugio were almost in on goal, but thankfully Bouchon made a nice save and it was a pretty tight angle. But I think apart from that, um, yeah, Divo. Yeah. I just want to say, I think I actually disagree with you then, because
1: he made the, first of all, he made the team of the week in the Europa League. Um, I just want to go over, just quickly go with some stats. So in that game, he managed five clearances, six blocked shots, four interceptions, 82%. Um, past success um, and he won four out of five jewels and yeah three on the um, three in the air and one on the ground and he made three successful long balls so actually I think he was really key um, to our um, to our win and I think you know he really he got his body um, in the way of you know a lot of shots um, and he was key in tr- you know trying to you know stop Buzz Dost in the air so I think you know I th- it's your opinion, but I just want to say, you know, he did make the team of the week after all.
0: I think the one thing, though, he, the one skill set he definitely does have, I don't, I'm not saying popovers of the bottom, you're necessarily bad at, but I think Serota's much better out of the three of them is playing out of the back. I think he, especially being left footed, he almost adds another dimension almost to our attack pretty much you know, being able to actually play these long balls i remember i believe against shakhtar when we came back from the af- after the break this is around a great long ball of that Panda scored from uh next is mikolenko dima you're rating for mikolenko
1: uh sorry i i didn't actually let eric uh, give his number for uh, i've that so no he did, he <laughs> Do did. you want to give that first he did, okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, He did. I thought I, he did, right? Oh, he said the same as Zabarny. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Um, for Mikolinka, I think it was better than he was against Gisna and in the yeah. preseason. But once again, I don't really think he, you know, he was like a ma- major force up and down the left wing. Um, you know, he he defended what he defended most of what he had to uh did help out in attack.
0: Uh, at the end of the day, so
1: yeah, I, th- I think it's a similar situation to Kinjora. so I'll give him a six and a half as well.
0: Uh, on to Sidorchuk, who I didn't think, again, had necessarily a bad game. You know, you know what you're going to get from Sidorchuk. Tough in the tackle, um, winning the ball back, hitting, uh, taking shots at land in the stands. Uh, you know, that's that standard game. Uh, I would maybe just go with a standard six for uh, Sidorchuk. Uh, Eric, you're rating for Bujalski.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, what is there really to say? I mean, pretty much left his imprint on both of these legs. But again, steps up when we needed him this match. You know, if he's not playmaking for other players, then he's finishing his chances. So, yeah, um, i probably have to say a solid five for me. No, I'm totally kidding. I'd give him a, probably an eight and a half
0: you worried there for a sec. Uh Dima, you're rating for Shepelyev, the last of the three in the midfield.
1: Um look, it wasn't a bad performance for him at all. Um he was solid enough. I mean he made he made a few good long balls. He was uh, accurate with his passing, but in terms of creativity, absolutely nothing at all. You know, you, you saw the difference almost almost instantly about 30 seconds in. Sheperenko did what Shepilev didn't for the past, I don't even remember, eight, seventy, maybe, 72, um, something like that. And he had a shot. Uh, in fact, from outside the box. And I don't even remember the last time Shepilev had a shot, let alone from outside the box. But Shepilev, you know, he, he's... Uh, you know what you're going to get. Well, actually, you don't know what you're going to get with him. But one thing you do know is he's not a creative player in the sense that he's not like Bujalski or Sheparenka. So... I don't know what his role is, but I assume that he did it reasonably well because he was tidy, So and he kept hold of possession. So I give him a six. Or five and a half, five and a half,
0: I think is fair. All right. Um, Tsuhankov, not his best game. He hasn't been over, you know, top level the last couple of days. So I would be inclined to give him a five or a six, but I'm going to go a seven just because he did get the assist. And it was, in fairness, a good run and a good pass. Uh, for i winner. So I'll, get, I'll go uh, seven for Tsehankov. Uh Eric, your rating for Rodriguez.
2: Um, <clears throat> I guess probably a six and a half. Um, I think maybe a seven. Um, I mean, he did ultimately have a really nice chip through ball that ultimately led to the goal. But I mean, up until that point it was pretty much the same from him. Um, But, you know, I guess for this match, I mean, like I said, that was integral to us advancing. So I'll give him a 7.
0: And Dima, you're rating for Bestiandan.
1: Well, he he tried. He tried to win headers, tried to win, you know, tried to go into all kinds of jewels, but from attacking from an attacking sense you know where really was he? i mean did he even i don't think he had a shot to be honest um and but you can't blame him from that for that because he wasn't getting service into quality service into the box you know when he misses open goals sitters free headers all of that then i'll criticize him for you know even harsher but you know for now i mean uh, he was kind of nowhere to be seen but at the same time what service was he getting five from decision for me.
0: Uh, I don't know if we could really rate Andreevsky and Caravaggio because they came on so late. Um, but Shaparenko, um, probably eight or nine, just because of how much, like I said, he maybe didn't have a hand in the goal necessarily, but you could, like we've said, I think plenty of times right today, um, you just you could see the the change in the team when he came on. You know, had a couple shots within a couple minutes, which I remember this very well. Up to Shaparenko coming on, he, we only had two shots total throughout the game. After five minutes of him being on, we had four, and two of his, the shots were his. Uh, so that kind of gives a little bit of perspective on his performance. Uh, Eric, your rating for Luchescu?
2: Seven um i think i don't want to be too harsh ultimately it got us through into the next round um definitely some things that i would have done a little differently like i said i absolutely would have started sheparenko i didn't understand uh Shepolev starting um, i also thought that we played you know three-fourths of the match like we had the goal advantage or we had the away goal advantage um but again end of the day results that matter and he got us into the next round so i'll give him a seven
0: uh, Dynamo Kiev will be facing Villarreal in the next round of the Europa League as after they defeated Bruges 1-0 and 2-1 overall in aggregate. Now, that good form from the Europa League, that transition to domestic play. Uh, Dynamo Kiev defeating FK Leviev 4-1. Uh, I believe the game was Sunday uh, at the Arena Leviev in front of a fairly decent crowd. But I think it was around 7,000. Uh, Dima, uh, we all wanted a good start. I think that's ideal. early goal never hurts. Uh, I don't think you can get much of an earlier goal than the first minute. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game against Lviv?
1: Yeah, you you basically said it. I mean, first minute goal, and the game was won in that first minute, pretty much. Um, uh, I mean, the keeper the keeper spilled a goal; like it went literally right through the keeper. It may he made a decent enough save from Senelkov, but but then he, it went right through him and Bissid and tapped it into an open goal. And from then on, I mean, uh, you've had two decent enough chances and from then, I mean, Dinamo mostly had control, but it wasn't like they were completely dominating. Um, but, you know, the first half, uh, I mean, it went it went as well as, you know, as, as well as you'd hope. I mean, I wasn't expecting, you know, us to absolutely batter them. I mean, we got the goal in the first minute then we get a penalty which is somewhat questionable. See I don't think it I don't think it was a penalty. I Honestly don't think it was a penalty. Um but we did get the penalty and we converted it. Signdkov got his goal um and that was really that for the first half. I mean I don't really remember any other massive massive chances. Uh I think actually Sidrchuk had uh, maybe I'm getting this confused but I think Sidrchuk had a shot from from some distance then they got blocked and he got like quite close to the goal and he actually curled it over like just over so he was unlucky not to score but then in the second half we kind of so we scored a goal off a corner in the 52nd minute um it was Kinjora who scored the rebound so uh, as a header it was it was saved at point blank range and then a couple of substitutions came uh came on so it was I believe uh it was three at once it was Supriaga, uh, srepelev and Depena on for Rodriguez tiraracuk and Bisedin and um from then I think we kind of lost our way a little bit we kind of lost control and then Livy had started to have some possession and I saw some people uh, weren't happy about that but we were, you know, we were still 3 it up. And then in the near to 70 minutes on, um, they got a goal back. It was kind of, I want to say it's a good enough pass, like from from their left wing. But then the player that actually gets on the ball, I mean, Shepheliv really should have done better with trying to win the ball there. I mean, he was just completely out-muscled and... Um, he managed to to, manage to lay it off to the strike in the box, got in front of the defence, you know, young defenders, maybe that's what you expect, um, makes it 3-1. And then from then on, I wasn't worried. Honestly, I wasn't worried. I didn't think that we'd managed to bottle it. And um, from then on, we we made two more substitutions. We made Linjev and Lane. Once again, these are key substitutions because... Um, for our ninety-minute goal, we um, it was well. First of all, St. Clay was very active when he came on, and then he had a header once again. Rebound comes out, so Lydniev and he taps it in um, to make a four-one. And there were a couple. There was a there was a bit of controversy. Lviv were shouting for a penalty. I I don't, honestly don't know what they were complaining about when when they did get it because it was never a penalty. Was nowhere near um, a handball. And, yeah, it was, you know, there were, I guess, it was quite a physical, active game um, in terms of emotions as well. But, yeah, good game, good win, three points. And um, on that same match day, it was literally the kickoff was about half an hour after Shakhtar, uh, well, they didn't just drop points, they well, they dropped all the points because they lost. Um, so, yeah, this was this was quite a key win, to be fair. This could this could be turned out to be big. But yeah, good win, uh, routine win. You know what a game that we expect to win. Um, it ups our goal difference as well. So um, uh, overall, I'm happy with that.
0: Eric, do you have anything to add uh, to Dima's assessment of the Le game?
2: I'm trying to think back to it and, like, I'm getting, like, my games are all, like, running together when I'm thinking about, like, what happened and what matches and who was, you know, talking about, like, Sirota. Um, like, I, I'm i trying to piece together what happened in, in, in what match. But, um, you know, I guess to talk about maybe some points that um, are not just restating what Dima uh, had just said, because, you know, I agree with everything he said. Um, I thought the Lviv uh, keeper was very poor. Um, you know, the first one trickled through his legs. Uh, Bissadin tapped it in. Um, Kenziora's goal, too. Um, you know, he parried the ball. Instead of pushing it wide, he literally just parried it straight down, like, in front of him. Um, go ahead. Dima.
1: Yeah, for that for that goal, I think it was a really good save from Zabarmi, to be honest. I don't know what not, I mean. Maybe he could have handled it a little bit better, but I think that was a really nice save of Zabarmi's header. But that's just my thought. Oh,
2: did he say done Yeah, I, I don't know. He just like – he brought his hands back across his body instead of just pushing it out. So, I I don't know. I, I think that he's got to do a better job to push that wide, but I mean, sorry,
0: I, sorry to interrupt, Eric, but either way – from a live view perspective, someone could have at least tried to pick up Kianzada because he was just all alone at that. That's time. another good point. That's so. a, that's a good
2: point. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, a- apart from that, you know, Dima mentioned the the penalty calls where it looked like it hit Jefferson's arm, but then when you zoomed in on it, there was no contact. So, I mean, definitely the right call there. Um, but um, yeah, I mean. Huge win, as Dima mentioned, especially with Shakhtar dropping points. Um, never really was in danger. Um, you know, definitely a, a, a very important win. Um, the only other thing is, you know, it's a little, not to be overly critical, but it was a little frustrating not to keep a clean sheet. Um, you know, I, I think I predicted this match to be 3 to 1 and that we would let in a goal that you know, probably we shouldn't have let in and then yeah, Shepardiev should have done a better job marking. And then, you know, another interesting thing on that goal was that we had of our, of our back line, we had our four, we had three defenders that were playing a high line. Well, you, you can call it a high line, but they were playing a little bit higher, like right on the edge of the box. And then you had Sirota who was like basically man marking the player that scored in the box. And just was kind of like on one side of him. Um, so I, I don't really know what was going on there. But um, again, like Dima mentioned, young defenders, you know, it, it didn't really seem like they were on the same page. But um, but yeah, um, I thought, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, again, big win. Hoping that we can keep this momentum uh, rolling forward.
0: Uh, Denamo remain after this game. First place in the Ukrainian Premier League. They are four points against above Shakhtar with 12 games to, no, 10 games to go, excuse me, 10 games to go until the end of the season. Uh, fast approaching. Fast approaching. Uh, now we'll get into the player ratings. Uh, Dima, uh, you're rating for Bushchan on the day.
1: Um, seven, I think, for me. I, I don't know if he could have done much more for the goal. He made a couple of nice saves from them, to be honest. Um, I think seven's fair.
0: Uh Eric, you're ready for Kenzara.
2: I guess uh, I'm trying to remember back to the match, but I mean, I guess I'd probably give him maybe a seven as well. Um, It was really nice to see him score um, right place at the right time, but um, I do think that he's our best right back, and uh, I thought overall he had a solid match.
0: On to Zabarni. Um, Another one. And this is not to say he had a bad performance necessarily, but again, not really remember him doing a ton, which is probably a good thing now that I'm thinking about it. Um maybe just a standard six. You know. Uh Dima, you're rating for Sirota.
1: Yeah, same as same as Zavarni to be honest. I don't think he had a lot to do, and that's a good thing uh, for me. Um could have, maybe could have done a bit better for that goal. Probably should have uh, still overall, good distribution, six.
0: Uh, On to our best left back in Katavayev. Eric, your rating for
2: Katavayev? Uh, um, five and a half. Um, I mean, I think that, I don't know. I just don't understand why he keeps getting played there. You know, there's a fact that Dima shared um a stat rather about his like expected goals with shots that he's had and like the xg was like i don't know three or four goals something like that but obviously he has none unlike 60 some shots or something like that and to be fair in this match um one shot in particular the Lviv keeper made a nice save on um, so I, I do give the keeper credit for that one but he also had another effort that went i believe it was over the bar um, but, you know, just very wayward shooting I mean, and he needs to stop shooting, uh, with all due respect, but, um, you know, I can't really fault him for playing out of position. That's not his decision, but yeah, I mean, there's just not really a whole lot that he is offering us. Right. now. so yeah, I'd give him a five and a half,
0: uh, you know, the captain put in a good hour performance and got a good half hour of rest. Not necessarily a bad performance from him. Um, I don't think any shots went over and into the stance. So I think that's already an improvement. Uh, standard six, I would say, maybe five or six. You know, nothing really to do again. Won the Probably won the ball back a couple of times. times. Uh, Dima, your rating for Buiowski?
1: I can't really remember him doing that much if i'm honest but i think he's still you know did, did he manage to assist any of the goals do you guys remember i don't think he did but
0: i uh, i don't because the only one he no i don't think he did because the first one was right, no, shot to right. that one of the keeper then there was the penalty yeah no i know yeah. i don't think
1: a single one of them was technically assisted um but i've <sighs> I, I don't know. He, could, he created still a few chances, had a few good lot shots, and well, shots that you know he could have scored from. But the player did well to block. Uh, the defender did well to block from him. But um, six and a half for me.
0: Uh, Eric, you're rating for Shaparenko.
2: Um. Trying to remember, Shepard. I mean, obviously, stands out in the Bruggen match. I'm trying to remember back to the Lviv match. Um, six and
0: a half. I think that's fair. I mean, what well, it's it's I think with a lot of these players and a lot of games like this, it's not that they necessarily have bad games, but do they really stand out as they can? Sometimes I I don't think so.
2: I guess, yeah, for this one, for me, you know, I take a look at the the first Brugia match that he was in, and that was a, a noticeably poor match from him. I didn't think it was terrible, but that was an underwhelming performance from him um, as compared to the uh, the away leg. But yeah, I mean, I thought that he was in this one. I mean, again, nothing notable, but at the same time, he was solid for us.
0: Uh, On to Not a Terrible. I'm going to give him a seven just because he had a hand in two goals, got the penalty and um, his shot that went under the Levius keeper that led to the So I'll go a seven. For, I'll go for at least some involvement in two goals. Um, uh, left wing was Gerson. So Dima, you're rating for Gerson. I
1: think he was poor, to be honest. I think, you know, especially in terms of um, uh, end product, I, uh, I mean, yeah, active. You can say he's active, but, you know, maybe I'd be active unless it not make me good enough. But, you know, his touch was off. His passing was off. Um, I don't really remember him producing any kind of quality chances or having any quality moments. So, I, I mean, we won 4-1, so I can't really be too harsh because he must have been a part in that. But um, 4.5
0: for me. Uh, and Eric, your rating for the seven.
2: I'm trying to remember outside of the goal. I mean, I know he got subbed off. Um, when did he get, Oh, here it is. Uh, 62nd minute. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I thought that, you know, poachers goal in the first minute, um, you know, again, keepers probably need to be, do a little bit better with that, but again, good, good poachers goal. Um, and uh, you know, key to get us off to a good start. So I guess I'll give him a seven.
0: Seed uh, Clay and Lenyev, although they did have fairly good impacts, I don't know how much you could really give them a the rating. Um, just want to give a shout out to Lenyev getting his first goal since coming back from Dinamo, so the first of many we hope. Uh, so who's next? Shapelyev, Dima, your favorite player, uh, Shapelyev. What's your rating for him?
1: Um. I don't remember any, him doing anything apart from, you know, not doing too well against that that Lviv player when, when they scored. So it's not like a, a full-on error leading to goal where, you know, he literally passed it straight to them or something like that,
0: but four for me. Sorry, I forgot to unmute myself. De uh, Depena, Eric, you're waiting for Depena.
2: Okay, so he came on for Jefferson, is that right? He did, yeah. Okay. Um, man, maybe a I'm trying to remember. I you guess maybe a six.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say he got the assist on the Lenyev goal. So
2: yeah, and I'm trying to remember outside of that. Because obviously that's the main thing that sticks out, but outside of that, honestly, I don't. Okay, maybe, uh, yeah, I'll I'll give
0: him a six and a half. Um, came on for a half hour. I mean, it's a Dinamo striker, you know, gonna, unless you have yet a little bit luck, like Paciente, you're not going to be getting a ton of chances, are you? Um, four and a half, five, I mean, you know, not much he's really going to be doing. Um, again. Not necessarily it's not that he's not working hard or playing bad, it's just we this team just doesn't really create a ton of chances for our strikers. Um and that goes all the way back from Tibbis. Yeah, you um, know uh who's next? Oh, the manager's next. Uh Dima, you're rating for the manager.
1: Um, first of all, his rating gets significantly uh bumped up by him waving to the ultras and clapping at them when a were child signal chairs could go away. Um but I mean evil... What can what can you say? I mean, we won the game four one. It was an easy, you know, for us. It was quite an easy win. Not to, you know, disrespect you if, uh, what can I say? I mean, maybe the lineup I would have liked to see, uh, Super Clay, maybe if uh, maybe some more rotation. But uh, we got the job done. We got we got three points when when we had to get three points. Like, today, it wasn't just expected. Like, it was important to get three points because Shakhtar slipped up. And, you know, this sees us go four clear at the table. Um, so I'll give him an eight as well. I mean, you can say, you know, we kind of switched off towards the middle of the game, but he knows that himself, and he really ripped into the players for that. Um, but eight for me, I mean, decent win, important win.
0: Uh Denamo went 4-1 winners, and that good form transitions uh to our next game, which we played yesterday at the Olympicsky in the quarterfinals of the Ukrainian Cup. Uh Dinamo Kyiv, I almost said defeated nil-nil, uh, drew nil-nil with Kolos, um and won on penalties. Uh Eric, um, did Dinamo really ever get going in this game?
2: I mean, maybe a little bit more so in the second half, but overall it was a very poor match especially the, f- the first half um it it was yeah, almost painful to watch at times um i am 100 percent convinced that Lucescu set this up with the full intention of it going to penalties and that's why he played boyco in goal i i think that that was the plan from the get-go and he came up big in penalties credit to him um he he did a fantastic job in the shootout. And I think that's definitely his biggest strength. You know, we saw in the preseason him coming out to, you know, to clear through balls and, and long balls and stuff like that and just totally missing the ball. Um, just shambolic, honestly. But I'll tell you what, penalty saving, fantastic. I mean, this is why we call him King Kong, right? I mean, um, I was very happy for him, even though I still don't think that you know, especially at his wages, that he's someone that should be sticking around at the club. I was really happy to see him step up. Um but um yeah, you know, unfortunately I didn't get to watch the whole match just because of work. Um I only got to watch some some bits and pieces of it. So I'll, you know, let Dima go over a little bit more in detail. But from what I did see um, yeah, it was not a good match. I mean, at, at the same time, though, I don't want to be too critical because we had a huge win against Brugia. We had a huge win, or not, well, in the grand scheme of things, we had a big win against Lviv, um, with Shakhtar dropping points. Um, you know, we're not going to be playing perfect football all the time, unfortunately. Um, I was glad that ultimately we won on penalties, but, um, you know, definitely starting to make me think about priorities now as we are in, um, You know three different competitions and competing for three uh trophies right now and you know it's getting increasingly likely that potentially we could do a domestic treble, which would be amazing um you know um hey why not a quadruple um but um no seriously um in the grand scheme of things okay i'm saying that word too much um overall big picture yeah i was we came away with the win that's really the biggest thing that matters and, uh, and i'm really hoping to see us um put our biggest not to take not that i don't want us taking every match seriously and trying to win every match but i would definitely like to see us putting um you know maybe a little bit more of a focus on the league and the cup um you no know, but uh a nervy match but we are on to the next round. We took care of business. Yeah,
0: uh, Dima, uh, Nil Nil didn't create a ton, um, although Pesina had one or two chances. Um, although positive, we we kept uh, Antioch quiet, so that there's a positive right there. Uh, no Antioch masterclass this time. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game?
1: Uh, I'll be honest. First half was. Is- absolutely terrible i think that was probably the worst half of football we've seen this season and maybe for even longer than this season i thought we were absolutely terrible we were conceding corner after corner after corner there was no cutting edge in the um in the final third uh we didn't have a single shot uh on target uh but that's not just for the first half um but in the second half, you know, I I I I genuinely I don't think it was the best football we've ever played, but I believe it was quality football by both teams. Like, I do I think that we were the better team. Yes, I do. I think one of their players should have, you know, I don't not to sound like Ty from AfTV here by saying, you know, oh where's the red, where's the red? But I, I one of their players was on a yellow card, and then he basically took Gerson down with his arms to the ground, and he got no 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 second yellow, but. Anyway, we still, we won, so it doesn't matter. But um, in the first half, yeah, just one thing I forgot to mention, Boyko as well, he made quite a nice save um, from, from a set piece, funnily enough. And then the second half, quite close to the start, they had a set piece. But then we really started pressing them in the second half. Um, we had a few, we had a few, we had chances, you know, we had chances to win this game, um, but we didn't take them. Uh Extra time. It was kind of more of the same thing. Um, you know, Corliss really started to put with, like, you know, men in, in defense, like a lot of men in defense, you know, started sitting back, but they were, they looked dangerous in the counter-attack. Like, don't get this twisted. It wasn't like they were just fully sitting back and doing absolutely nothing. Um, but yeah, I think I think in the in the second half, was it the best of football by Dynama in particular? And did we absolutely take them apart without scoring? No, but it was quality football. Um, by both teams and you know that's maybe that's a good sign of Ukrainian football but that's not what we're here to talk about uh, you know I'm not happy with the fact that we didn't we couldn't t- at the end of the day we couldn't take their defence apart um, we couldn't get through the defence and you know Leydniv who came on as a substitute first of all Sagankov got injured and um, we'll, I think we'll cover that a bit more in depth um, later on but you know, Lednev came on and he started here, you know, he started to create chances. You know, I was very impressed with him. You know, previously I was a bit skeptical because of the media hype and his performances, but now you know he performed well here. You know, he was creating a lot of chances. He created two almost identical chances from city where it's kind of an angle, but he was basically one-on-one, but he dragged both in the exact same way, wide of goal. Lednev himself had a chance to score, but I think he kind of I think he kind of miskicked it and it went out for a goal kick, you know, when, where have, where have we seen that before? They're now giving away uh, an opposition goal kick. Um, but, you know, Lydia as well, you know, he had a few decent free kicks, um, which at least went on targets, which were, I believe, were our only shots on target. And um, and one thing as well, in had a really nice free kick um, from quite some time, uh, from quite some distance, but it, it, It just went wide of the of the top corner, Um, so that was unlucky. And um, you know, not to get all you know stat, you know, uh, not to you know bombard people with stats, but the XG rounded rounded up pretty much. So I think I believe ours was like zero point nine six XG, and courses were like zero point seven six. So rounded up, it was a one one game, and it was you know fairly. It would have been a draw. So yeah, um, and then. You know, just to go over penalties. You know, the first, first, I believe, three penalties from from uh, us and Paul, They they both they all went in. Um, and you know, I, th- I thought boy, could you know, he was guessing, he was just diving in the complete wrong way every time. I was like, oh no, oh no, where is this going to happen? Where is this going to go? If this keeps carrying on, you know, we we won't um, we won't go anywhere with this. And I don't. I believe it was Lindner who missed a penalty. And yeah, it was a it was a very poor penalty from him. Um, you know, just completely screwed it wide of goal. Um, you know, far of the the bottom right hand corner. Uh, and you know, the the keeper would have probably got a hand to it anyway, even if he did get it on target. So I don't know what to say. But you know, he's young. But you know, you'd, you'd expect more in a penalty shootout. And then the. I believe it was the next penalty. It was Boyka, who, you know, this time he dived the right way. And not only did he dive the right way, he saved it. it was a it was a very good save from him. Um, you have to admit, um, it was a very good save. And um then the next one was Alexander Karavaev, um, who yeah, again, a poor, very poor penalty. The keeper this time it wasn't wide of goal, but the keeper said that it. it was really poor. It was, uh, yeah, I feel bad for him at this 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 moment in time because he's just it's like the ball, the the, uh, the goal has like a force field around it when Karabayev shoots because nothing is going in, um, and the keeper saved that one. And uh, yeah, that 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 was a moment. That was the moment I thought we were out. Wallace in pole position. The captain steps up to take the penalty, and he shoots it r- literally right down the middle. Like I'm not even joking; it was like right down the middle on the floor. It's quite a weak penalty as well. And Boyka just saves it with his knees, and it reminds me of when in FIFA, like when when both both the player playing as a goalkeeper and the person playing as a striker don't know the controls. And you know, it was like an accidental save and an accidental penalty miss at the same time, um, and that put us level and he said the decisive penalty and then it was um you know at, uh then i think i believe hang on now i think i've got this i think i've got this completely in the wrong order i believe it's actually them who missed um the the over no i have completely got this wrong they fired a penalty over they fired a penalty over. I completely felt it, I completely failed to take that into account. I, I saw Alex was about to correct me then. I thought, well, where was I going with this? But yeah, they found, fired a penalty over and then Boyka saved one with his hand. Um and then um you know and then our penalties, no, we didn't miss any more from there. Um and then when it was sudden death, that's when um, the key the the captain shot it straight at Boyka's legs pretty much. And then Andreevsky steps up to take it. Um, you know call cool as you like right down basically right down the middle with her little chick over the keeper who dived um uh to the side anyway and that was it you know we were through and it was a good you know good performance by boycott once again i apologize for forgetting the um the penalty that the, the third penalty missed by callers because you know i was m- more focused on the boycott's heroics and them just you know shooting it somewhere into I don't know Darnica or something or if not Barispal. Um but uh yeah decent it wasn't the best quality penalty shootout but all I care about is that we are through.
0: And through we are indeed to face Agrobusiness. Um I don't know if we know when that game is yet actually I don't know if they said um we'll find out probably in the next couple of days anyway. Uh to the match ratings. Uh Eric, you're rating for Boyko.
2: This is probably the only one that we would be able to do, and you guys will have to take the rest since I didn't get to watch the whole match through, but i I guess I'd probably give him a, a nine. Um, I mean, I think that, you know, I, I, again, I don't remember as much of what he did in the match, but, you know, obviously didn't let in any goals during the match, which, you know, with or without saves, I mean, honestly, doesn't even matter to me. I I think that he could have even have not the best, match but to just taking a look at the penalty shootout he was immense i mean he is it's a team you know team game obviously people stepped up and converted the their penalties but he is a huge reason that we are advancing um so i'd give him a nine and yeah dima
1: oh, i'm just gonna say if you didn't watch the whole game um you know what you need to know as well. Was he? He was very calm as well. He made a good save in the first half uh, from a corner, and he—I think—he had one more save to make. But other than that, he was good at dealing with crosses, uh, unlike unlike his competitor. Um, but this isn't this isn't me biased at all in any way against Bushan or anything. But you know, I'm just pointing out positive of Boyka and what he did well in this game. Uh, he looked calm. He dealt with crosses. He saved what he had to. And he saved more than what he had to because, you know, saving a penalty still, it's a good achievement. And his uh, his experience, you know, his experience and his cool head really saved us on the day. And it's, it's also nice to see him because you can see how much it meant to him You know, when he saved a decisive penalty, Um, you know, he's a Kiev guy. You know, he was born in the city, I believe. He's a youth academy product. Um, And, you know, it means a lot to him. And You know, I'm very happy for him, very happy for him. And he he showed that, you know, he's not done yet. He still has something to offer. Um, And, you know, that he, as a minimum, he's a decent enough backup.
0: Uh, so nine for Boyko uh, Karavayev was I right back? So uh, Dima, you're rating for Karavayev.
1: Oh boy, um, just one thing I want to point out was one time he intercepted the ball and he went on a brilliant run, literally right into the final third, and he uh, he laid it off. I, I think it was to Boyalisky, but from then the chance went um, not not too not too nowhere basically. I went to nowhere um and he made a few good crosses which just no one got in the end of like had there been a striker which to, to connect one of his goals he would have had a completely open bottom left corner um, and it would have been a goal so it was a good cross but when he crosses there's no one to get on the end of it when he when there's someone to get on the end of it the crosses aren't good enough but at the same time you know that's that's the positives and you know. He was active. He kind of, he did, he did defend what he, he, he did. He was okay defending. It wasn't like he was getting completely spun. But, you know, he was against some pretty pace, uh opposition. Uh, I don't know what that guy's name was, but there was, there was, they had number 94, I believe. Yeah.
0: They had uh, Mabadu Danfa.
1: Danfa, Danfa, that's the one. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he, you know, wasn't an easy opponent. And I, I believe Anju. Uh, as well, was on that side. And he, he kept you, uh, wow, that guy, that, that guy had like, he, it's like he had some cheats and enabled on FIFA, which just enabled him to have, you know, maximum stamina unlimited for the whole game. Because he just kept running and running and running. Um, but Caravaggio did well enough against him. But just what my problem with Caravaggio is he gets in the right positions and he just makes, he either crosses it and it's blocked, he passes it straight to the defender like I don't know how many times he just he literally just passed. he cuts it back, and it just it's just intercepted and it's straight, straight uh, to the keeper, Or straight to the,
0: to the, keeper. Straight to the keeper. You forgot that one,
1: or or, or just claimed by the keeper. Everything, but you know, everything up from him actually onto the top of someone's head or on someone's foot for a tap in, um, and you know the penalty that he missed. Like he, he's an experienced guy. Like he he, he was a penalty taker. Uh Zerea for a bit, you know. He, he, we know he can score goals. He scored a few goals against us when he was at Zera So we know he can do it. But this guy, I mean, it's like there's it's genuinely, it's like there's a force field around the goal when he shoots because it's just nothing is going,
0: absolutely nothing is going, but um five for me. Uh, for I'll do Sarota and Zabarni together because again, it's another performance from these two where they Don't necessarily play bad, but they don't really have a ton to do, and what they have to do is they deal with it well. Maybe a six again, you know, like I said, it's nothing bad from them. Um, they didn't take a penalty, so I guess that's a plus, but yeah, so I would go for sixes for both Zabarni and Sorata. Uh, Dima, you're rating for Mikolenko.
1: Um, I so first of all, he was the one that was that came off for um, what's his name? tim chick wasn't he? Yeah, uh, that's the one. Uh, oh wow! Uh, for, for some context, Alex has the Dynamo website um, on the screen, and it says he was substituted at ninety plus thirty five. Mm-hmm. Ninety plus thirty five. That's a bit like when chefs are drawing nail nail towards the end of their match. That's how much the time the, the, the ref seems to add on to it. Now less of that. Less of that. Um, uh, he made a few decent, he actually made a few decent crosses, but at the same time, he made a few crosses where it's not so much as a cross, but he gets into a crossing position. And he just boots it, boots it to his right with his left foot. And it's not, there's no whip on it or anything. It's just booted across the face of goal. And just, you know, no one has any chance of getting to it. Um, energetic, defended. Yeah, he defended what he had to, why not? Uh, five and a half. Nicolanka, because he couldn't really create anything. And I guess that was his def- jo- uh job on the day.
0: uh Chuk, another one who came off uh, in a 90 plus 35, whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, again, maybe a six. I think this time he did have a shot that went into the stand. So a six, I would say, for Sedor You know, wins the ball back. He, again, does what he does, moves the ball along, wins the ball back, keeps the game going. Uh, Dima, you want to add something?
1: I thought Sidakchuk was really good personally. I thought, you know, a few people I saw were really impressed by him, and I was one of them. I mean, he, he made a few like, a lot of good interceptions against, you know, players a lot faster than him without just, you know, completely two-footing them, as we've seen him do a few times before. Um, he made a few decent passes, but once again, I mean, that that shot, I mean, I don't know where it won. Maybe it went into my uh my Lisa Rima maybe it went on to I don't know, or Balloy, maybe it went all the way to Denetsk for all I know. I don't know where that ball went, but you know, give us give it up to us for a prize. We'll we'll think of something if you can find the the ball that Siddhatsuk uh Cedricuk shot with. Um but yeah, I thought it was a good performance from Siddhavchuk, honestly.
0: I mean, the only reason I would give him a six, because I, I think that's personally at least that's what I expect from Siddlachuk in that position, winning the ball back, interceptions. Um, you know, six, six, seven, you know. Uh, who's next? Buyalski, uh, Dima. You're rating for Buyalski.
1: Uh, I don't think he was. I, I don't think he played too well today. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think he did too well. Um, I think he did once again. Callus. Call, uh, what you have to take into account. I'm not making just you know simple excuses, but I think Callus have learned who you need to mark with us now, and he was. He got he he had some good he was in some good positions but there was just so many bodies around him every time and once again I mean he, he made a few good passes to players and positions nothing came there uh, five and a half for uh, Boyarski, uh
0: Shaparenko all right I you know nothing wasn't maybe his best game I'll give him a plus one because he did score the first penalty so put us off to a good start, so I'll maybe go six, no, I'll go seven, seven, just because I think him scoring that penalty was a good penalty as well set the tone for us in that shootout. Um, I don't know if you can give Tsankov a rating because he did get hurt, so in lieu of Tzankov, uh Dima, your rating for Gerson? Oh,
1: uh, I mean, he, he, uh, he didn't go, he didn't get into the game well at all, I don't think, and um, that uh, kind of grew into it a bit once again i mean and but he, he uh, uh, it's just like si got a shot which just went i don't know where that shot went once again i don't know what part of kiev that ball is now in uh, it's getting old with me naming all the different uh, regions but i don't know where that ball must have ended up and uh, once again the passing's not there the touch isn't there but he was i think today he did make he did make a few good passes. I'll give him that. He made a few good dribbles. Um, and he made a few, you know, shot-creating actions. So, uh, Jerson, and, and he took the penalty as well. He took a good penalty. Um, and I saw, I saw a tweet uh, saying, you know, I, I completely thought Jerson would miss his penalty. Um, but no, he proved, uh, you know, he, he seems to be a decent penalty taker, so uh, I'd give Gerson a 6.
0: Uh, On to Depena. Again, not his best game. Better than the last couple games he's been in. You know, got the assist against Lviv. So maybe some slow getting back to form. I think I'll go for maybe a 5.5 for Depena. Um, Dimo, you want to add something? Yeah, go, go, go ahead.
1: Yeah, he was pretty lucky not to get sent off, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: You oh know, you, yeah. You, that's you, right. Do you want to just cover that? Do you want to cover that? Wait. Uh, which which one are we talking about? Is that the um? Oh, when he when he basically did a bicycle kick. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, yeah. He was so... on a yellow card
1: and it was in the box. And you know, some people are saying that he is pretty lucky to get away with it.
0: I mean, I could like I could understand if the ref gave like an indirect free kick for dangerous play, but like just kind of thinking about that, like if he's a second late on that, he he almost takes off. I think that was Zolotov or Todorov from. I don't remember. So just less of that, as, as you would say, Dima, less of that uh, bicycle kicks in the box uh, on yellow cards. That would be fantastic. Uh, so I'll just go a five uh, for the Pena. Um, Dima, you're rating for Bessianin. Uh,
1: once again, um, really, he tried, but not nowhere to be seen, honestly. And I have come up with a little theory about the season. So, are seventh in the league, right? And Olympic Donetsk, who we we know, are eighth. And against Olympic Donetsk, you know, we we know that he played well. So my theory is that against the bottom six sides, he is the king of the bottom six sides. You know, he did well against Lviv. He did against Olympic. And we'll see what he has to offer against all those other teams. But, you know, when it comes to Dysna and Kolas and, of course, Brugge, you know, where really was he. But, uh, oh, look, this time I can't even say he didn't have chances because, you know, two good through balls, Selenyev, which, you know, he was practically one-on-one, but a bit of an ankle. But, you know, I think a good keeper should, a good keeper, a good striker should at least be scoring one of those chances that he had. So four and a half, we said
0: uh, from the substitutions, Timchik, Andreevsky, uh, Supriyaha all barely came on because they came on in extra time. Although I do want to give a special shout-out to Andreevsky and Supriaha for both scoring their penalties. Um, especially good to see Supriaha because uh, I think it's fair to say he's not been in the best of form uh, this season. So good to see him stick away his penalty. Uh, the other substitute, though, was Bogdan Lenyev. Um, I would like to give him a 7 because I thought he was very active in the game. But I think I'll give him half a markdown just because of the missed penalty that fortunately didn't come up to cost in. So I think it's six and a half. But if you take it, that penalty was a very good performance from Lenyev. Uh, Dima, your rating for the manager?
1: Uh, first half, look, the second half and the extra time kind of marks him up um, because the first half was absolutely terrible. But we didn't, you know... I don't know. Maybe we could, uh, yeah. Maybe we could still be playing. We still wouldn't have find, found found a way past the uh, call's defense. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, we had chances to win the game. We, I think, well, I do think we played well, but just that that final third. I don't know what more he can do about it if the players aren't good enough. But uh, we won the game only just. I give Lucescu a six because he did. Just a bare minimum, what was expected. He what scraped a win here.
0: So Dinamo take care of business and now they go on to face Acro Business. Okay, that's the last time I'll make that joke I- I- at Shakhtar. Oh, not the last joke at Shakhtar. That's the last time I'll say business. Uh, so, we have another game this weekend as Dinamo take on FC Minai. Uh, Eric, what do we know about Minai?
2: Uh... Two words, Artyom Milevsky. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Um, no, but uh seriously. So um just a little bit of background on them. Um I've heard them report to or referred to as the poor men's hoverla. Um but um Absolutely, that's that's without a
0: doubt. That's without a doubt, I must say that.
2: Um, so as of right now, they're sitting in 12th place in the Ukrainian Premier League, but they are only one point clear of 13th place in Polets um, as well as bottom of the table, uh, uh, Lviv. Um, so definitely a relegation candidate. Um, their away stats are pretty unimpressive. Um, five goals for 16 goals allowed three draws and four losses. So they have yet to win uh, away from home. Um, So most recently they did beat uh, Olympique, but before that their last win was not, uh, there was uh, back in September against Dnipro who back at that time, I believe they were actually bottom of the table. Um, You know, I did a little bit of research on some of the highlights from uh, their recent matches. I know um, this probably won't come as a big surprise, but, with the 2 0 victory, um, uh, victory over, or 2 1 victory over Olympique. Um, do you guys want to guess how they scored their goals? I
0: mean, unless I, I can't imagine Malevsky took the ball and dribbled past eight players like he used to at novel So I'm assuming he would probably set pieces, corner kicks,
2: two penalties.
0: Oh, oh, um, yeah. Oh. So the seller's new, you know, the, the new specialty.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Thankfully he was not out there. Good old Tunez, but, uh, um, yeah, two penalties. I mean, we kind of see this as a common theme for some of these, you know, bottom table squads that really don't have a whole lot to offer. You know, they, they try to play, uh, defense very structured, um, and, you know, they win set pieces, get you to, you know, make dumb mistakes in the box and things like that, um, to win penalties. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely one to watch out for is going to be Nureyev, uh, who has eight goals as of right now for them. He's an attacking uh, mid, so definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, but, you know, with this one, I really wouldn't be, um, you know, going into like an, looking to do like a tactical master class. Honestly, this would be just pretty straightforward. Press high, stay on our feet, um, and just force them into mistakes. And like I said, don't give away free kicks. I mean, we should not be – going to ground, I think, unless if it's completely necessary. Um, but I think that our quality and just, you know, our traditional high-pressing style should see us through. Um, and, uh, you know, only other thing I'll mention is I am hoping to see Milevski, um get onto the pitch. I know he mentioned that he would not celebrate if he scored against Dinamo, um, so hopefully that isn't even an option for him as much as I love him. But um, I do hope to see him uh, make an appearance on the pitch. I think that that would be special for – a lot of Dinamo fans that remember his early days with the club and just how talented he was.
0: Yeah. um, And I just want to add this real quick. So on the UPL website, it lists this as a home game for us, but it says it's going to be played at the Avent stadium in Ush why I have no idea. Um, So we'll see maybe we'll, where the game is going to be played Uh, before we do preferred lineup. There's one thing we have to do. This is, this is unmiss- uh, This is unskippable. Uh, favorite Maleski moments. There's plenty to choose from. Uh, Eric, what would be your favorite Maleski moment?
2: So I know I already did my favorite. My favorite Denholm match was the um, the Super Cup where he scored the third goal and then gave the thumbs down to the Shakhtar fans. That was excellent. So I guess just for the sake of doing something different. Um, I will say showing up to uh, uh presentation as the new manager in his bathrobe, I think, was my favorite of just seeing all the players walking in and their, you know, Denama polo shirt or whatever it was. And then there's Melia walking in, in his bathrobe. Um, that was absolutely legendary.
0: We'll drop the link uh, when we tweet out this video. We'll, we'll drop the link there so you can all see like all-time classic moment from Mileski. and Dima what would be your favorite Mileski memory um my
1: favorite Mielewski memory would have to be um when he was so for some context he was giving an interview to some to some tv channel and he basically so he was just saying you know we had chances it was it was Dinama versus Vape. Right. For some context. And I believe we drew the game. I could be wrong here, but I believe we drew the game. This was in 2010. And he was just saying, you know, we had chances to win. I had a chance to win uh, the after the game, but I missed my penalty. Um, and he hears some, I think, some delegates but there speaking and just laughing. And he just all, all of a sudden, he starts paying attention to the cameraman and the interviewer. And he just starts saying you just start swearing at the Bader delegation and saying, you fucking clowns, you know, we still have the the other game in uh, we still have to we'll still come to Minsk, you do not realize. And um yeah, he you know, him swearing at the Bader delegation and just you know completely silencing them and um, eventually, you know, beating them in but they I believe uh, in but in Minsk and I believe it was four one. Um uh, but yeah, that's that's got to be you know one of the legendary moments with Kaevsky and uh, you know in our recent history as well.
2: I completely forgot about that. Oh my god, I'm so glad you brought that up because I completely forgot about him giving the interview and then just going off and I just remember like hearing Bla like five times with him going at who you know the, the people that were off camera. Oh, I'm that brings back some good memories.
0: I'm going to give my Milevsky favor moment, real quick, because we're running out of time. Uh, that penalty against Switzerland, seven years old at the time, starting to understand. And then Shevchenko missing the first one. I think he was right after, too. Milevsky was the second shot. Uh, the ball. Uh, Shevchenko was the first.
1: Shevchenko yeah, yeah, was yeah. the first penalty miss.
0: Yeah. And then it was uh, Milevsky who took it second, I think. Um, or something like that. Either way, to have World Cup 21 years of age, um, to take a penalty like that. Absolute! Oh, and then yeah, Eric just did it—the the the finger over the mouth. I mean, just absolute all time classic milia moment. Uh, we're gonna do quickly our preferred starting lineups. Uh, so for me with this Villarreal, because our next three games after this are Villarreal, Zoria, and Villarreal. Not trying to get too ahead of myself, but I'm trying to go for a team that it has a bit of rotation in it and a team that can get the job done ultimately. Uh, goalkeeper, I would go Nescheret. Um, any anyone else for a goalie or just that we're good uh, right back Chick. just because he did get a couple minutes at the end of the Colas game so I would maybe put him in uh, center backs I have no idea who's available at center back because Popov hasn't played lately I don't know if he's hurt so I would just go just based off of that I'd go Serota Zabarnik. because I don't know who if Popov's available I'd play him but I don't know who's uh, exactly available? Are we? Uh, is that okay at center back? Any other options? Uh, left back, I would go Seed Clay, uh, especially to rest Mikolenko before the VRL game. Uh, midfield, I would take the chance and make some changes in the midfield. I would go Andrievsky would be kind of that Sidorchuk role with shepelev and I might be a little bit too much wishful thinking, but Duelo that attacking midfield, so kind of. Uh, what's his name? Andreevsky in for Sidorchuk, um, Shapelyev in for Shaparenko, and uh, Duellund in for uh, Boyaski. Uh, Dima, you have something to say?
1: I just say I completely agree with Duellund because he is basically the master of Minai, when he scored two goals against him in the cup uh, I, last year.
0: He did, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and then the front three, uh, right, we had Golenev, continued the good form, although, you know, didn't get a goal or assist against Colos. Uh, I thought he still played fairly well. Uh, who is going to play on the left? Uh, maybe by default, Depena, because, yeah, I would say Depena. And through the middle, I would say I, I'm i okay with either of these choices, but I would go Supriaho or Vanat. The only reason I say, it, or I would personally prefer to see Vanat, but I don't know if Lucescu would start an 18-year-old from the start in a game like that. Uh, so that is the preview for the Minai game. Uh, and real quick, uh, we have some questions. Uh, thank you to the to all those who wrote in. Um, Slava Ukraini 09 wrote, Popov, Zabarni, Serata are all promising. Which of the two... Which two are the starting center backs for the foreseeable future? And when Burda comes back, how will that affect it? Uh, who wants to take that one? Eric, you – yeah, let's see, Eric. What,
2: what, who, what do you think? Um, uh, for me right now, perfect world, not counting Burda, everyone's healthy. Popov, Sirota. I think that they complement each other well. I think that Popov is a true center, a central defender, aggressive, strong – and I think Sirota is a very good uh, ball distributor, as we talked about. So I think those two paired together, um, kind of like Alex mentioned, you know, it gives us uh, a couple different dimensions to our defense. Um, Buruda coming back, if everyone's healthy, I still do think that he's our best overall defender. Um, however, you know, for me, he's going to have to earn his spot back. Um, I'm certainly not just going to be reinstating him, you know, to be starting matches again. I, obviously he's going to have to work his way back up to fitness as well. Um, but once he is, yeah, I mean, I'd be looking to, you know, get him, him some minutes um, when uh, when we can, um, you know, maybe if someone's having a, a dip in form, um, put him in. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it's a it's a good problem to have um, with, you know, four center backs and three of them especially are, are pretty promising.
0: Yeah. Like uh, you said, it's a good situation to have. And I mean, I think it just adds, you know, good depth as we go into the end of the season and then into next season. Uh, And Dennis to society asks, can you guys cover the Tihankov injury? Uh, We already mentioned that, but I just want to ask you Dima, uh, who's your immediate replacement choice for uh, Tihankov on the right wing?
1: I prefer to see Lidniv, especially after last match. You know, he's he's not, you know, he's not shot shy. He, he's not greedy with the ball. You know, he's he's good to distribute. He's got a good shot. Um, and I believe Selenkov is out for two three weeks. Um, that is the current diagnosis. Um, so yeah, not the best situation to have, but this is
0: Lydniv's chance. All right. Uh, so thank you to all of those who wrote in and thank you to all those listening. Uh, this is the end of our show. Uh, Eric, if uh, anyone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that?
2: Um, yeah, so you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at LeBusiness. That's L... No, uh, you can follow me at uh, libovich. Le That's L-E-B-O-V-I-C-H.
0: And Dima, if anyone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, my username is agrabusus2016 no seriously it's
1: 1927 Dima 197 1, Dima so yeah if you have any questions for some reason drop me uh, DM
0: and if you want to follow me your host you can follow me at lishik 7 that's L-O-S-Z-Y-K, at and the number 7 uh, if you want to follow the show you can follow us on Twitter at Denamo Abroad or send us an email to Abroad podcast at gmail.com I'm your host Alex Lishik, and from all of us at Denamo Abroad thank you for listening, and listening. Welcome, everyone, to the Dynamo Abroad podcast, where we talk about anything and everything DynamoQ related. I'm your host, Alex Lischik, and coming to us from across the pond is Dima. How's it going, Dima? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, can't say I enjoyed yesterday very much in the Super Cup. Uh, had a, had my own method of dealing with that, but um yeah, not there since my first week at uni, uh it's, it's been interesting and I'm looking forward to
0: this one. How, how many sit-ups did you do to get over yesterday's result?
1: Oh yeah. Half oh, yeah.
0: Off,
1: of off the scale. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and joining us from the great state of New York is uh, Eric. How's it going, Eric?
2: Yeah, it's going all right. I'm going to have to agree with Dimo. It's been a unfortunate past couple days and it's been a pretty interesting day today. Um, but yeah, uh, as always, looking forward to doing the podcast. Happy that I can see Dima's smiling face again. That's about it. So uh, on that note,
0: we're going to get into some of the latest news. Uh, C.D. Clay, who's at Paiok now? One of the Greek sides or whatever. No, uh, yeah, he scored. He, he
1: actually scored for them yesterday, I'm pretty sure. Hmm.
0: Um, fair enough. But um wish we had a left back who could score goals. Um, <laughs> C.D. Clay extended his contract till 2024 now. We kind of have our own theory. We don't think he's necessarily gonna be in the team till 2024, probably just doing it to get some kind of money back for him. Uh Denamo rejected a two point eight million euro bid for Sirota from an MLS club in the summer. Uh yeah, uh less of that. Um I mean, what's the point really? Yeah. Anyway, how for, for everything else, like two point eight million, that's still a that's a that's a bad offer in my opinion. Like I would that's yeah.
1: I think he's enough. worth more than two point eight, to be honest yeah. with you
0: uh depena supposedly reached an agreement uh with Danama to extend his contract don't love that uh fined find 16k for the ultras fighting incident with two sectors being closed against the game against shakhtar i mean there's probably be no more than what like twenty thousand people at the game anyway so stuff. yeah well i don't think it's
1: going to make a massive difference to be honest no. with you
0: and if i might must- close half the
1: sectors and we probably probably wouldn't even notice
0: yeah, anyway. I was, a, and I mean, listen, the ultras haven't been really showing up lately, so less of that. Uh, yeah, the
1: attenders, the fans have been an absolute joke. Far from pleased with that.
0: Uh, Dynamo U19s absolutely kicked the shit out of Alexandria U19s. <laughs> Shulianski, good to see Shulianski back in the goals. By the way, uh, and Gorbachev added one. Uh, Diallo, who looks to be a, at least a decent player at the worst. I mean, he's definitely been amongst the goals lately. Um. And Kirill Popov with a hat-trick, so uh, good to see the U-19s. And Artem Malevsky, you know, probably, I think you could argue top 10 Dinamo player all the time, top 15. Um, he announced his retirement from professional football today, so uh, we want to wish him the best in his recovery. And, uh, I'm not recovery, Jesus, in his retirement. Um Eric, uh,
2: what, a, what a legend! Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about this, whether you want me to or not. I was, I was just um, about to go
0: to you. I was just about to go to you anyway.
2: This is, this is such a sad day. Um, I think that if it, it was to be expected, um, if you take a look at what he did with uh, Minai, and I'm just pulling up some transfer mark stats real quick because I don't really think he did a whole lot. Well, I think um, that's one way of saying he did nothing when he was with me. I mean, I'm taking a look at this, and I'm not even showing – let me see. I mean, he didn't really do anything on the pitch in terms of goal contributions, right? didn't have no goals, no assists, a couple yellow cards. I think the one that I remember in particular was when he, like, ran into Karivaev and knocked him over and got carded by Manzul. Um, You know, it seemed like he was a little bit more active with his uh, YouTube channel than he was with On the Pitch – which is um, class, by the way. But it, it is. It actually is a pretty cool channel, unlike uh, Kent, which is just garbage. But Yeah, that's um, a little bit, yeah. But no, Melia, is. it's a good channel. But anyways, I, again, kind of to be expected. Um, I think that, you know, it was time for him to hang it up. Um, you know, definitely one of those great talents that could have been. Um, you know, I have no reservation or I have no um, – there's no preconceived notion that he would have been the next Shevchenko. Absolutely not. But I do think he could have been a lot more successful than he was. Um, definitely could have played abroad somewhere um, and, and made an impact. You know, it's interesting too. There's a documentary. It's, I want to say it's about 15 minutes called Melia on, I think it's on YouTube, where he just basically talks about his career, the struggles that he went through, and things like that. And basically that he has no regrets about, you know, what he went through with. Um, you know, alcoholism and partying and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess if, if he has no regrets, then, you know, I guess that's all that matters. I mean, I was obviously disappointed, but um, fantastic player for Dinamo. Um, like I said, a very, very talented forward. I mean, he's good at just about everything, dribbling, passing, finishing, um, you know, going back and looking over his career with what he's won. So, um he won, he was two-time uh, footballer of the year in 08 and 09 in Ukraine, four-time Ukrainian champion, three-time Ukrainian cup winner, three-time Super Cup winner in Ukraine, um, won the Belarusian Cup, won the Belarusian Super Cup three times, or I'm sorry, won the, the Super Cup three times, won the Cup once, and then impressively in 18 and 19 helped uh, Dinamo Brest win the uh, the Belarusian League. and. Was that the first time a
0: non-Bate Borisov team won the league? That has to be one of the first ones in a while.
2: I'd have to double check. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't remember the last time like Dinamo Minsk winning. I think that's been a minute. And I want to say like Shakhtar Soligorsk has recently won it. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, I don't know about Demamo Brest, but I know that he, I mean, he did pretty well when he was there. Um, I think he played as almost like a number 10 or like an yeah. attacking midfielder behind the striker. Um but, um, oh, yeah, so let
0: me see. Dinamo Brest's first ever Belarusian title was the first oh, that, that time, yeah, first time a non Bate Borisov side won the league since 2005. So Bate Borisov won the league straight from 2006 to 2018 until Dinamo Brest,
2: yeah. Um, oh, and, and look who the leading goal know, scorer he... that
0: season was Ilya with 19 goals. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, we still need to see more of that from him, but we'll give <laughs> yeah. time. But, anyway, but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, again, just a player that I had a lot of – that I that I really admired and I really liked. Um, you know, I think I mentioned this before, but like freshman year at uh, university, I mean, besides Shevchenko, no one knew any Ukrainian players, but by the end of that year, everyone knew who Milevsky was because I repped him every single day, and I had a Milevsky Ukraine shirt that I wore probably daily. Um, but all the best to him. You know, wish him the best of luck. I'm looking forward to following him on his YouTube channel as I have for a while now. You know, I was very, very uh thankful for the time that I got to watch him growing up. I mean, he's one of my favorite players playing for the Damo. and um, yeah, sad to see him retire, of course, but you know, best of luck to him. And um, yeah, yeah, I uh, like I said, I'll, I'll miss watching him play.
0: Yeah, it, he's one I, I really kind of hope he actually kind of stays somewhat close to club i don't know what his level is to be like an academy coach or stuff like that but i don't think it um no
2: yeah um <laughs> but
0: i i still want to see him at least i'm not saying have a role at the club but at least you know stay
2: some, involved with the club yeah
0: semi-involved you know
2: i mean he he announced his retirement and did that speech in that video on his channel and i think it was at the Lobanovsky. it was and that's um, and he didn't he talked about what the club means to him and stuff and, and, and things like that. So I, I agree. I, I hope that he does at least have some sort of involvement of staying in touch with the club. Although him and Ali running a youth team does give me nightmares.
0: Although, Hey, to be fair, before we get any further, I did want Aliev and Molesky to be co-managers for Ukraine. Cause he, <laughs> when, when, lose or draw you, you're going to enjoy that. Undoubtedly.
2: Undoubtedly. That's, that is, that is a fair point.
0: No, but um, yeah. And I, I think that, um, and that's what I was kind of referring to that that video he did of him at the Lobanovsky. I think that I'm not saying he that's predicting or showing anything, but I don't think that was just done just on an accident just because of the location. I hope that kind of is uh, indicative of some kind of future involvement at the No. Play. He
2: he definitely holds Dinamo, definitely has a special place in his heart, and I know that the fans still very much admire him and respect him. I remember him playing. I want to say it was like in a friendly when he came back. Um, and played against Dinamo, maybe when he was at Denamo Dynamo i yeah. forget who he was with—and everyone stood up and applauded for him when he walked yeah. off, which was nice to see. Yeah. Or then I
0: remember. Do you? I don't. I remember because uh, I think the Belarusian season ended a little earlier when they went on winter breakers, So I remember he came back to Kiev uh, for his Denamo game under in the Mikhail I think it was 2019. And I just remember him being like, "It was Zaryat, It was Zaryat,
1: It was when we lost to Zherey two one at yeah. home. And then and after the game, he was like, what the fuck are you playing at to buyarska?' I remember that very, yeah. very well. Yeah, and that's. And he games. also said something. He also said something like who the fuck is even playing for Dinamo these days Shabanov or yeah, something like that.
0: Um, <laughs> and that and that's what I wanted to like to mention like he kind of understands what like what level standard player uh, should be playing for Dinamo he probably understands better than a certain individual who runs the club who shall remain nameless
2: before, okay, we, we can, I, I won't keep talking about this because I could talk about this all day. We honestly we can, I have no problem with it. Be, before, well, we got other stuff for me to talk about. But before we move we? on, I, I need both of you to tell me your favorite Milevsky moment.
0: Here, Dima can go first.
1: It's got to be, you know, the first ever Dynamo game I watched. Uh, Dynamo, well, sorry, Spart- Spart- Spartak won for Dynamo. Uh, we won for one uh, the way at Moscow. and He scored two goals. I'm like, well, you know. That's the first ever game of football I watched. That's, you know, so that's obviously quite the memory, you know. That's the game that got me into Dinamo, supporting Dinamo. He's like, you know, a really key uh, guy in that. I remember, you know, him scoring four goals against, uh, at that time, it was Ilyichovic, um, Mariupol, mm-hmm. um, you know, some, some you know, he always did some mad skills, you know, great dribbling, great finishing, you know, shithousery, all that, Say a fantastic player.
0: So I have two, one I have to mention is I wouldn't say it's my favorite moment, but it has to be mentioned for blocking first meeting. Everyone's in the training kit and he just rocks up in a robe when
2: he got announced as the manager and he wore the robe. Yeah, Yeah. that's
0: great. And I just, and this is my first memory of Alevsky was the 2006 world cup against Switzerland after, after Shevchenko misses. And I had to just double check to make sure he went next. Um, Shevchenko misses and this 21-year-old kid, you know, against Switzerland who hadn't even conceded a goal yet at that World Cup against France, South Korea, and Togo, I think it was. And, like, the fucking balls on this kid to just Panenka, the Swiss keeper. I mean, like, instant like, just like, I was in awe. Yeah, and then silence, because I was in front of the Swiss fans as well, I think. Just, like, instant like...
2: Gave him the shush.
0: Yeah, I like, if I know it wasn't for Denamo, but that that's, like, statue-worthy. That is statue-worthy.
2: That that took that took some balls.
0: Yeah. And it's one thing if he was, like, kind of the player he was at his peak in, like, 2011, 2012. But he was a 21-year-old kid, probably, what, barely in the first team at that point?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. He, uh, he was in the first team for, let's say, two or three years at that point. So, unreal, man. Artemilevsky, what a guy. Um. So, on that note, we are going to go from Milevsky to something much, 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 much less appealing. Uh Alexandria. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this game. Denamo played like shit. Got a pretty. It, it it probably is a penalty at the end. I don't love. It the was ball. soft.
1: It was softer. soft. Soft. I don't. Was if that was given against inaba not for it i know i wouldn't be happy with that for yeah, sure yeah
0: i i don't love the decision um i understand 100% i probably agree with people if they're upset at the call um Sigankov stat padded another penalty. Lenyev got about thirty seconds on the field. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kanzora played like um, shit. Defender played like shit. Vitinho pulled the Garmash. Um, is there I anything I Vitinho, his
1: first ever touch for the club, and he literally touches it and it just goes out for a further Like <laughs> what in fuck's name was that? Um Is yeah. there, any, is there anything mean, I'm missing? It was just not. I mean, it's just it's just the same old. You know, no one's taking the initiative, and you, everyone just looks so scared. I mean, not to say that we didn't have chances. We had a ton of shots. We had so many one and ones and every single one was straight at the bloody keeper. Like, I'd say, you know, I'd say they were getting lucky with the goalkeeper performance, but I can't say that because every shot was right at him. So we were making life easy for him. It's not like he made any mad saves. He was just getting everything right at him. I mean, again, I, I just want to say, Kinzora. I mean, what the what the hell was he on the pitch for? He didn't really have to defend. But in a tag, did he cross the ball even once? Did he even try? I don't think so.
0: See th- we have and this you know weird, we have this weird yin and yang relationship with our fullbacks. One fullback does not cross the ball at all. The other one who does cross it, it either gets blocked or goes out for a goal kick every time. Yeah, or it's
1: just he just lumped across where no one is. I mean uh, I, I mean I'm pretty sure even we had strikers out three three meters tall, we'd still not we still <laughs> wouldn't score any headers. Uh yeah, I mean. Just going through. I mean, Bushan didn't have a lot to do. Sudarchuk, I thought didn't do a whole lot. I know. thought the centre backs Shabanov, were all right. Shabanov, Shabanov, and Shabanov, I thought it was all right. Zabarni was, yeah, he was all right. The Bienna, he made a few good passes, but just like so limited. It just does the same thing over like when it works, it works. Yeah, but it's just like just
0: it just, often you know, work working though? the
1: touchline. Well, not as often as it used to, not as often as it should, but you know, he did he, he did have me create a few good chances in this game, to be perfectly honest. I'm not a big fan recently, but, you know, fair is fair. Um, but to off, I mean, how many chances? He, he should have scored, like, five goals, including the penalty. Like, f- like at least three, like, really easy chances, I remember him
0: missing. Yeah, I mean, Eric, do you, do you want to add anything on to this?
2: Not really. I mean, Dima pretty much hit everything. It was very disappointing. We got bailed out in the end. Um, probably not a match that we deserve to take three points from. Not that I'm going to complain with them, but I don't think that it was very deserved. Um, definitely a soft penalty. Uh, moderately humorous that it was Rybalka Oh, I um, love, uh, do you know what I, I was
1: just looking at? I was I just watched the highlights of the number uh, three Shakhtar four uh, game from a couple of uh, years ago. Uh, point is, what a free kick! What a free kick by Rybalka So I, I always liked the guy. I think he's a good player, and thank you for the penalty given away. But yeah, carry on. He he got sent off as well in the cup this weekend. He did, but he scored a goal in that as well. Now big up Rabalka. I like him a did, lot. Did Alexandria get through in the cup? I believe so. I think I think they won. I think they won to like two one. I want to say I wasn't really following that. Oh uh, hold
0: on, i it... Oh yeah, they beat Tavria three one. Of oh, 3, one, three one. And to be fair, they, they scored two after Tavri equalized and they went down to 10 minutes. So fair enough. Oh, speaking of this, real quick, before we go any farther, the tr- Ukrainian Cup draw, I believe, is tomorrow. I think at like tomorrow, it's tomorrow. That's going to yeah. um, In case you want to know who Dynamo, I don't know how they're doing this draw. I'll just tell you real quick the teams in it Rukh, Yaroslav's, uh, Yaroslavsky's boys, because uh, the only real metal is 1925. Oleksandria. Um, I, what is the hell is LNZ Cherkasse? Some lower league side. Uh, Arendubal got through Nipro Odin Veres, the real metalist, Lviv, the other Arendubal, and Allianz. So just wanted to put that out there. Oh, and uh, Vorskla Zorya. Aftar. And then Waxtap. I don't know. I don't know yeah. how they're doing the draw. How they're splitting it up? Like, is it just like you can get anyone? God is knows. there pots? I don't think the Ukrainian Federation still knows what they're going to be doing. Um, anyway, less of the cup. Um, is there anything else to say on this Alexandria match? Because I want- um, yeah, I just want to say I just yeah. I just
1: remember I just remember one moment actually for once a good cross from Nikolin like right across the face of goal. Skudin has a tap and it's an empty net and he just doesn't even stick. Oh, uh, he,
0: he like pulled sticker. back.
1: That was what weird. The fuck's name was that? Yeah, yes, yeah, he
0: even that was Su- weird. even Supriaga would get something on it. It would go back in the opposite direction. Going back, yeah, some, yeah. He, kept, <laughs> he would get something. on it. I don't even
1: know what's worse to
0: be honest with you. Ooh, that's a good yeah. question. What is worse? So you have a tap in and you pull out of it, or you put it back in the other direction.
2: I would Probably say not, not touching it at Probably all. Not not going forward is definitely yeah.
0: worse. Yeah, because you could at least make some excuse like you misread it or something like that.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. On that note, we go from a shit result, well, a good result, but a shit game to a shit game and a shit result. Um, yeah, where do we start with this?
2: Disaster. I don't even want to talk about this one that much. Here's all I'm going to say, right? I'll give credit where it's due. Shakhtar deserved a win. Yep, absolutely. Hats off. I mean, I don't want to say even hats off to them, but hats off to them. They deserved a win. I'm not happy about the fact that Shakhtar, and on top of that, De Zerbi gets a trophy now. Um, but, again, we did not deserve to win this match. We got outplayed. Um, I think it's pretty clear to see what happens when Shaparenko isn't at his best. The team Uh pretty much falls apart. And as much as I love him and the impact that he has on this team, he cannot be the only person that makes this team go. That's the state of it, though, given the quality of the squad, is we have one or two players beating Shaparenko and Bujalski that pretty much run, you know, engine creativity, et cetera, to this team. And if one of the two of them, God forbid, both of them is out, we struggle and we struggle hard to create, to, I mean, to, to, you know, to make chances to do anything. And so this was a good example of, um, of, of that scenario happening. Um, Just pretty much Chaparenko not showing up, sorry, my cat just like, ran into the ran into this. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is what happens again. I mean, this is what happens when you're dependent upon one player and, and, you know, Sheperenko isn't going to be perfect every time, but, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Dima's making me laugh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to add something onto that. I, I, Oh yeah. You want Dima, you want to add something? All right. So I, I don't want to really talk about much of the game, you know, um, the thing I was surprised about the game is I was surprised Matyenko was able to play the whole game after he got that nasty head injury from Ismaili. Um, I don't know what Ismaili was trying to do. Remember? Him. Do you
1: remember the 2015 Cup final when Kucher had the same thing? Like, yeah. he, he had a yes. head injury in the first half, and that like that game went to penalties, and he was yeah. still on the pitch, and his head was still bleeding.
0: Yeah, like I, sw- like, I like I did like just like objectively, like, I like every five minutes, I felt like he had to go off for a minute or two to get re re-patched up, yeah. and I
1: thought. Do you, do you know what Can I, 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 Since i was speaking I might as well say My thoughts on the game You know I thought we started Not well But we had a few chances Yes so, but I got really good Dribbling by him Go For once pass whatever the hell Yeah Yeah I thought You know I thought he started well See before the game I thought he Would actually score Like I just had that feeling He would score Clearly I was wrong But he, he started well uh, Hit the post Near nip, nip, post finish I mean It's better So you're probably Going to score that If it's on target But um yeah, we had uh, we had a Buyarski chance. I mean, actually for once a decent cross. Not that it was anything advanced, it was just more of like a squared ball from Kinjora.
2: Uh, to he just
1: yeah, it's not the best shot, is it? I mean it's just it's just directly at where Piatta was standing, like a bit in the I want to say in the right corner. If that goes in the yeah. you know top right corner, then that that's not gonna be, you know, that's that's not gonna be saved because he barely kept that out. Um you know that. Mean, then it was a bit more even, and then that goal they what I mean. That's something you'd see like a nice goal, just like a really random goal. You know, takes a bit of a deflection. You know, some really awkward header. Boyka poor for that Kinjora. I mean, Kinjora got beaten by a header. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, he got beaten by Marlos for a header. Like, are you taking the piss here? Like, come on,
0: that come dust on. In his eyes <sighs>
1: Seriously, man. we make the most mediocre
0: players. No, and, and and this is my problem. I want, I also want Chris as a team because okay, you're down one nil at halftime, it's not the end of the world, but I feel like that first 15 20 minutes of the second half, we just started so panicky. Like that just yeah, gave that gave Shaq that oh, so oh, much. Oh, speaking of panicky, do you
1: remember when the when the ball came back to Boyka oh and he nearly God. bloody got taken it, got it taken off him, uh, by whoever the hell it was, and that it was they nearly being, you know, scored in like whoever the hell it was. I couldn't care less someone left me at the board with this dirty money. Um yeah, I mean boy could just say so, this is yeah I, this guy I think this is the last thing uh, this is the last thing I have to you know like this is the last proof that he's just not a first choice goalkeeper for me against like good sides It's not for me. But
0: yeah I, I just want to say <sighs> this like the big thing coming for me out this out of this game is that the the team selection there was only one shock in the starting eleven, right and that one yeah and we had these so called experienced starting level players Sigankov, Depena, Mikolenko, Sidorchuk. Did they play? Are you sure they
1: played? I didn't see.
0: Uh, hold, let me they double check. They certainly didn't do
1: anything useful.
0: Oh yeah, no, they're they're here apparently. They're here.
1: Oh yeah, um, oh hang on. Wasn't it um wasn't Sagankov the one who gave the ball away for one of the goals?
0: Like oh really that, that that drove me nuts because I think um who is it? I think See, what Mat- the Mat- hell was that? I Matt. think it was Martin though Mat- the no. hell was that? Yeah, marlon and Ismaili did okay, like fair enough. They did a nice job covering the shot. All I was expecting was a nice reverse pass to Kenzora, who's practically all alone <sighs> on the corner of the six-yard box, and just him smash it in the back of that. No, he shoots it, Ma- shoots it right at Marlon's Minded. head. And then they just clear it, and then instead of trying to at least chase for the ball, he's arguing for a handball, which it never was. So I don't, you know. But the, seriously, the point, man,
2: the point of guys, let's 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 not talk about uh, one of Ukraine's hottest prospects like that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh God,
1: yeah, and I just want to say, I mean, the second. Sorry, I've got the goals confused. Was pro Traura, was Traura's second goal? Was that yeah, the, the tap? Was that the second? Was that was that the was that the I, second was that the second or the third goal? Second. Yeah, was that, was that the one where Kenjora just got completely spun? Was that the one?
0: No, no, that was no. Oh, uh, was Kenjora was, was, was That was
1: when Was 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 that the one where Sidorchuk got the ball taken off him? The
0: Sidor, when the ball got taken off him was the third one. The second one Kenjora was nowhere to be found because he was he, he was the one who yeah, oh, he, got that. Yeah,
1: sorry, he wasn't spun. He wasn't spun. He just like half a mile out. And I was supposed to believe this guy's a defensive right back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> well, if he's so good at defending, where the fuck was he? If he's listen, so the at... only thing I'm gonna sorry, say... I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be using so much. I shouldn't be smoking so much. But uh, this game left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Like, I I I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, give him half a pass on the goal on the second goal, just because Tsiganko should have just squared it for him, and he has. I'm not saying an easy tap in, but he has an open shot. He has. He has know, just, such. It's
1: a... just like we're just making. Ah, we're just making it such mediocre plays look like this team, this Shakhtar team, they're not good. They are not good. They lost to Sharif Tiraspel two nil. This is not a good team. They couldn't beat Minnai. They lost to Alexandria. Did they draw to someone else? I feel like they did. I feel like they got another draw. Uh,
2: that's a good question. I thought they just had a draw and a loss. I thought they lost to Alexandria. Drew against Minnai. And I don't think yeah. they did. They not did they not get another? Did they please Zodiac? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because
0: I feel like the Shakhtar Zodiac no. Zod- games are always crazy. No, I don't think they have
1: yet. Okay, well, anyway, this is just not a good. This is not a good side. This is not, this is a side that I would maybe not expecting. But I thought, oh well, yes, but what is the reason for us not to win, to to beat them? Like
2: for real? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's not. I mean, I think that there was definitely a lot more importance on this one for them to win than there was for us. Yeah, um, that, that's true. But it's just it's a trophy at the end. Of, and we give. I'm yeah. sorry. Did you see the way the
1: Shakhtar, uh The Shakhtar. Uh, Backroom staff celebrating the goal. Lucescu
2: talked about that in his post Seriously, his I mean, Nets you think conference. they
1: you think they just beat you? You think they just beat prime Barcelona from 2011 in the Champions League final, and we let those clowns, those absolute clowns, have a trophy? No, I'm not happy with that. Like, I get it's not the most important. I, I get that you know probably the UPL game coming up is more important, but. But giving people like that trophies, like, ah, oh, come on. And then the oh. third goal, Siderchuk, going possession. That was bad. I mean, Alan, Alan Patrick, you know. Alan Patrick. We're making Alan Patrick look like a good player. Are you joking? Me? Like, he was, seriously.
0: Actually, he was actually a Shakhtar reject for a while.
1: Yeah, and then, he I mean, I'm sorry, him-
0: but... Yeah, no, I. Yeah, I mean, and the reason I want to just touch on this, like the the main point. And of no one thinking, closed
1: him down. No one even tried to get near him. No one was to block this. I mean, Alan Patrick, you know, he's not Maradona. Are you taking? Oh, and like, the, he's, he's, he's
2: not on. Anto- Boyka,
1: Boyka, was he? <laughs> Boy, Boyka, was he doing the mannequin challenge and goal? What was he just standing there? I mean, it was, it was a decent statue story, doing man.
2: the statue statue sentence, man. For,
1: for all the goals. Hey, you know what? Guys, and, stood you know, still.
2: We got what, like a week to to figure it out before we go back at him again. If right. I we see, got, we have Bayern I, in a week. Would you, would you be so kind? Right.
1: Would you be so kind as to uh, getting the lineup? Uh, yes, the I will be yes in a
2: week. Oh, I'm sorry, a, a week and a half. Yes, thir- okay, week and a half. Well, because we're gonna have Ruch over the weekend, then we got Bayern midweek, and then next weekend is gonna be Shakhtar again. Yeah, and they have Inter that week. Oh, what day is that? Oh. Wait, we have, we play that? them. We play them
0: October third, seven uh night uh twelve thirty Eastern Standard Time.
2: Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, as I was saying, Alex um got the he's it's now up. Boyka, poor, poor. Bushan has to start the next game for me if I don't see him much of a reason to start boyka. Sidarch at say <laughs> in favor of who? Andreevsky. Fuck it. No, he's not a defense. He'll,
0: he'll do, he'll field, do a though. job against Ruch he'll do a job against Ruch <sighs> or Brashko.
1: Brasco, no, Brasco. give me Brashko. Two, two it's just you need to you need to integrate him a bit more but I do want him eventually anyway Shaparenko, there's just no alternative he has to start doesn't he if he plays well then, then you know that's going to be good for the whole team if he does them well yeah Depena absolutely zero reason to start I mean he did absolutely nothing like real talk did he even play Sagankov, no, bro. How is this
2: guy getting ninety minutes every week? I feel the exact same way. Has has done absolutely zero. To have the divine right to start on the right wing, and it makes me so angry because we've got someone like Lydniev sitting on the bench. Well, I'm not saying he's world class, but I guarantee you he's going to make more of an impact. No, than it's, but it, but does. but it's
0: not. But it's not even Lydniev. We have Voloshin who's playing well at the youth level. We got rid of. Take, we, yeah, pretty, take, we, take your pick. We we shipped out. Pick. We shipped out Titaishvili because a, yeah, he's pulled, he wasn't yeah. good enough but no we're going to keep sigankoh who yeah sure he has these stat padded a couple of penalties has Yeah, well a good okay he's against...
1: good for scoring he's good at scoring penalties against minai veras and alexandria but in the big in the big games where was he real talk where where was he did he even play gave the ball away for one of the goals and did he do anything useful i don't remember i don't think so well. Uh, anyway, going through, I mean, Mikolinka, no, we we quite literally don't have another left backer Yes, yeah. we I think, do, that per- yeah. that person doesn't exist. Um, Bujalski, again, yeah, I mean, that was what kind of kind of strange decision was that Bujalski, I don't think he was terrible to be honest. I, I thought he I thought he lost his head a bit in that second half he, to be honest, But I don't he, think he was shocking. The
0: the one thing I was saying around 60 65 is I don't know if these cards carry over into the UPL or domestic like the UPL or the Ukraine so. count. I don't think so. The, see that was my only cuz if they did I would have taken him off 60 minutes cuz he for some for me at least he just had s- stupid second yellow written all over. Fortunately he didn't get that stupid second yellow. But he, I don't know what's been up with him. The last couple of games, he's I feel like every game or every other game, he's doing some idiotic tackle that gets himself booked.
1: Yeah, I mean team
0: oh, yeah, well, yeah, just foul too, too much. much. Yeah. It's just
1: there's no, there's no quality to give a clean. It's no, it's just not good enough. It's not this side is not good enough. It's no, it's no wonder we lost 3-0 because they in this summer alone they spent 50 million and look and some of the players they already spent a bunch of shit ton of money on sorry I should I shouldn't I should go with that but in our squad let's let's go through it Kinzora I think we spent about half uh, one and a half million Supriago we supposedly said spend six and a half but Haskina just says less or I don't know but in any yeah, but case those are the so only two sorry. yeah yeah but we only spent money on two players in this squad uh... Not good enough, but then going for his I thought he had a good game personally. I thought in the first half especially, I thought he had a good game. Yeah. I thought I, you know he did a good, I thought he made a few good challenges, a few good tackles. it was decent on could the
0: ball, been, actually, as well.
1: Could have been, could have been more if it wasn't for Zabarne, to be That's honest. True. Sirota Sirota, nothing. Not his best. Didn't didn't, didn't do anything. So Braga
0: started well. But probably best he's played ever for that well, to be fair.
1: Well, in the, this year, is the best he played at the best.
0: Yeah. Um, the best
2: he's
1: played in, in just literally a year now. Uh, Kinjora, nothing in defence, nothing in attack, nothing in the middle, nothing. Just... And, and, and you know this is why I want. And if we do, if.
0: Yeah, no. I just
1: wanted to cut you off. Actually, no. You finish up, and then I'll I'll, I'll bring it. I'll wait until you finish the players on the line. I right. just want to say, you know, if we're gonna, I I personally I think in Jura keep the as the backup and get a new right back. And when I say get a new right back, I don't spend and don't I don't need uh, a one and a half million right back. I mean, spend some actual proper money. I'm not saying you know twenty thirty, let alone you know actual like proper money. But Listen. I'm saying you know at least f- another five million that can get you uh, a service of a right-back who can be
0: a bit more well-rounded, should we say, that can draw. Listen, you- it's, it's, it's not complicated. You just see, like, there's plenty of free agents that are going to... This is, this is the best year in a while for free agents that, whose contracts are going to be expiring in 2020, too. You tell me you can't find at least maybe three or four players out of that bunch who, who would come to Dinamo? I think you can, easily. Easily, I think you can. But um, I just wanted to real quick, D-Man. I'm happy you went through yeah, the lineup but because, we,
1: but of course, uh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm happy you went through the lineup because this will also be kind of combined with the Ruch preview, um, for Saturday for Saturday's game. Is that if there's one thing this team owes, and not just the players, the coaching staff as well. Because I'll tell you what, Lucheska's substitutions pattern have been horrendous. Oh, that, was, that was
1: terrible. Why did he make what? What took so long? Did his, or, did his is he playing football management? Did his computer freeze or something so he couldn't make a sub? was, maybe that he was using my, maybe well, he was took using so my computer. Was he was using so, so was 67th awesome? minute. So, we were 3 0 down before
0: he made a sub.
1: The, yeah, seriously. And and you go 1 0 down, you make some changes.
0: Yeah, and and the worst part is what his two one of his subs was actually one of the not worst performers on the day in Superyaga, I forgot much. Like,
1: I'm not saying... Oh, was Vitinho came. Vitinho came. How would you make a Vitinho? Because I don't think he was awful. I think he definitely added... I think
0: think he looks more active than the Pierre. I think he's... I think he's... I like him, but I think he's going to need a little bit of a couple games before we can really make a... Because he's played, what, like 40 minutes? I think he I if I'll tell you what, after seven or eight games of starting, then I'll be more comfortable to make, yeah, okay, let's see yeah. what we got here. But I think right let's now give him half difficult. a year. Yeah, yeah, half a year. Yeah. Yeah. But I
1: thought I thought he was at least more useful than the yeah, pin. He was at least like, the time he, he
0: came on. It was Yeah. Um, and I was so this team and the manage and the coaching staff owe they owe the supporters a reaction on Saturday. And a reaction does not mean just a better uh oh, it's absolutely pissing down the rain outside. Um does not just mean a three points or a better performance it means it has to be changes into the team i mean we could do our preferred lineup right now like the three of us combined but you're not i if we see this same team or some of these same players go on saturday yeah, i'm not I even going to look at them anymore i'm looking straight at the manager at point because I, I, mean, I don't yeah keep... there
1: is just there is just no reason to start i mean i can even go for a boy Carmin. He gave it his best, but it's like, no time for Bushan to come yeah, back. Yeah, Bushan had no reason, no, no reason to start the pin and no reason to start uh, the I mean, Nicole got our hands are tight, but I don't really want to see him. So, Praga, I, I wouldn't mind
0: if he started you, the next you, game. You, my mind. only thing is. The one thing I'm not saying he played brilliant last year, but the only thing is I would ideal if we can try to play a little bit more to his uh, strength, keep the ball on the ground, don't try to have him be winning headers against some eight foot trees from Ruch levieve You know, try to play a little bit more to his game. Try to get in behind if we can, if it's possible. Um, But like goalkeeper, I say Mm Buschjan. Fullbacks, I know we don't love this alternative, but Kardewaiv at left back, Timchik at right back. Um, no, as
1: if there's no Conjora then I'm sorry. I don't have anything personal against the guy, but this this is not good enough, man. This is not good enough.
0: S- center backs, Shabanov and Zabarny. Sure, why not? Uh, midfield three: Andreevsky, Shaparan Bryaske. I know Andryevsky is not a defensive midfielder, but I think he can do a job in defensive midfield. Sure, I think good.
1: it's time to start looking for a Sidoruk replacement. Like I'm not saying sell Sidoruk because no. he can still bring it's, it's, something to the team. It's been time. Yeah, but I mean, he's not—he's not, he's not the—you know—he's not getting any younger. Oh, you know, and he's—and
0: there's no reason he sh- still should not be in the squad for another two, three, four, five years. Absolutely, but, yeah. I'm not but, saying you know, just shipping out, ship but, him out.
1: But, do you but remember, to... hang on, do you remember when we had? Uh, when how old was Vukovic when we shipped him out to Spartak? What, what a what a what a weird decision. Was like
0: because that was 2012 yes, 13.
1: That is like, I mean, do you remember that we we had we had to? Uh, our, we were so stacked in the in our squad. We had to we had to send a, of all people, Vukoevich. You know, you, you know, he's thought by some people as a dynamic legend. We sent them on loan. Yeah, he, we don't have those problems anymore.
0: Yeah, he probably could do a job in the midfield now for us. I'm, real talk. I mean, against some of the weaker UPL sides. Yeah, so he's he uh, played nine games on loan to Spartak. Only nine. Okay, well, I mean, he was hurt or something. What do we got? Um, Whatever.
1: That was, um, a, that was a ridiculous, loan. below move. That has got to be the weirdest decision I've ever seen. Yeah.
0: Um, midfield yeah, three, not- I said. Um, Shapa, uh, Shapa, Andrievsky, and Bujalski. Um, mm-hmm. wingers has to be Vitinho and lednyev or vitinho verbić if you just want to throw one of them on the right wing i cannot see to God, well i can see them sorry because it's the chest well way. i'd
1: say i'd say Lednev and i'd say one of vitinho yeah if vitinho started i'd only welcome
0: that to be honest with yeah me. time
1: to you know time to start it because the pen this is not it man and if we're really going to give him a new contract like on what ground on what yeah. on what basis for what accomplishment like i like the guy I think he was my favorite one. Of, he was my favorite when Mikhail Luchenko's manager, I think he was my favorite player that season because he's the only one I think about apart from Bujarski, him, them two were the early ones. But now, I mean, he's just he's such a limited player, isn't he? Yeah. He's just hug the hug the left wing.
0: Very old fashioned. Sometimes it's a see? good
1: cross. Um, I mean, against the weak UPL sides, yes, that works sometimes. In the Champions League, no. In, no. Against Shakhtar. No, it
0: didn't. It, it barely worked against Ferenc Aras, which is what probably one of the weaker sides that will be in the Champions League for a while. It's not going to work mm-hmm. against Benfica, Bayern or Barcelona. Um, And then striker, uh, I would go with Supriaga. The only reason I would say that is A, because maybe he could build on this form and B, there's no other striker on the bench. So I guess Skurin and Ramirez are all still out. So I'm just going to guess Supriaga will play. Um but you know I Garamash
1: but... can come off the bench for me as well. Not as not necessarily a striker, but I think when he comes off the bench, he actually does add something. Yeah.
0: By the way, was um yeah, so I, I there, you know what I would just keep the same squad. It's just I would replace Boyko, the full backs, and the wingers. I could I could swallow Sidorchuk as a start again. The wide the wide
2: the wide players.
0: The pretty oh. much anyone on the flanks yeah. and Bushan has to be changed.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'd be looking to do more rotation against Bayern than I would be against Ruch. And I don't mean to say listen, that. Like mate, like if I'm we hard. listen, mate, if we look if we make bloody Alan Patrick look like a good player,
1: or Robert Lewandowski, you know, Thomas Müller? Well, what are they like I guess,
2: against? I them? mean, I don't mean to like just throw in the towel for this match. I still want us to show up, but it's more of an importance for me to get back to winning terms against Ruch, and then it's more important to me to show up in the league match against mm-hmm. Shakhtar at the weekend. So I would rather look for a response from our strongest possible squad. And I'm not talking about the way we did against Alexandria or Metalist, but actually show up like we did against Polos, for example, and hammer this team that we should hammer, go into midweek, see what we can do against Bayern, maybe rest some of our starters, and hopefully learn from what we what happened the prior match and get ready to take it to wax snap at this coming weekend, because I want wins from both of those league matches. And again, I don't mean to overly prioritize the league and say that I don't care about Europe, because I do. But I think just for, for me, at least, and you can, you know, if you disagree, that's fine. But for me, at least, this coming week, I'm expecting results against Ruch and against Shakhtar. If,
0: if this was against Barcelona or Benfica, I would disagree Agree. with It'd you. It would be different. Would, but, be, would be but, a different story, but iron come on. We're talking about what one of the top three or four clubs in world football at the minute, you know? They, okay, they, so it doesn't
2: mean I want to throw in the towel, and absolutely, I'm not saying it, but that. I'm just saying for squad selection and what I want to see in terms of our starting 11 out there, yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, I would like to
0: still see you know a good, and I'm not saying you don't want to complete U19 side obviously. I think we also want to see ultimately a strong team face Bayern because I think it's, you know, but you know, I think there's something kind of good when you do some rotation against a team like Bayern because the team has a little bit less pressure. Do you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you get that less pressure. You could play looser that's how it
2: should be that's how it should be for us going into the match against Bayern zero expectations again I'm not I'm not I wouldn't I wouldn't be telling my team you're going to get hammered but I'm going to say look they're the better team on paper the pressure is on them to get a result let's go out there and make life difficult for them no
0: no one's going to be shocked if we don't pick up a result everyone will be surprised if they don't pick up a result exactly exactly so what what, what do you have to lose you know um yeah, uh, on that note, I think that's where we're gonna we're gonna call time on this episode. Um, a very frustrating week uh, followed by an extremely tough week. Uh, we'll be back next week to uh, preview the Classico against Shakhtar, round up the Ruch and Bayern games. Uh, it this is, I'll tell you what, not only for the team, but I think Lucesco has a very big week on his hands. He has a very big week because he's gotten the benefit of the doubt so far, but some of the decisions he's made recently, you know, I'm not in the Luchescu out crowd like some certain group of individuals who sit in the uh, left corner when you're watching a Dinamo game. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, he, he's he's the one bright light at this football club because, you know, what would you say we had the last time a manager's good? Probably Siamen, you say probably would one could argue.
2: Wait, say that again?
0: What, last time we had a manager of Luchescu's quality was probably Siamen.
1: Siomin? Oh yeah. yeah. Hang on, I no. Would... Sorry, sorry. I I'd say Mikhail <laughs> <That's cabbage.
2: laughs> No, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Bro- I'm literally Bro- thinking
2: Bro- of the run of managers between then and now, and I don't think anyone even comes close to Siomin. Well, Ribrov was a good manager who did well. For oh, him. that's yeah. Think, I'm sorry. That's I think, that's I not think fair. he did. Yeah, I, I think he did. Sure. I
1: think he did a good job, but I think his assistants helped a lot, I mean, you know, in a few games of I into
0: mean, that last season. Uh, but my question is so with that squad Rebrov had that he actually inherited from Blochin, if Rebrov had this Dinamo squad, I don't think he'd be able to accomplish what Luchesko could I be. don't think
1: I don't think so. I mean
0: not saying yeah, I don't yeah, like Rebrov? Like I've, been,
1: I've been dreaming I've been dreaming about 13 or 14 dinamo with uh, you know this manager, but
0: yeah, uh, I mean that's not not, happen. not saying when I would halfway
1: in charge of the club.
0: Not saying I would never want Rebrov back in the future. But right now, it's, 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 but I think we're going
1: to need to be a bit better than, than what we are now
0: to have um So, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to put too much pressure on, on the guy, but you know, he's really, he's really all the team has going for it. I'll put it that way. Um, you know, positive or negative, but uh, that that's just the way it is. So, uh, on that note, uh, Dima, if someone wants to get into contact with you. How can they do that?
1: Yeah, you can find me on is sort this squad out. Um, no, it's at
0: 1927 Dima as always. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Eric, if someone wants to contact you, how can they do
2: that? Sure. At Ljubovic, L e b o v i c h. no spaces, periods, full stop. All
0: right. And if you want to contact me, your host, you can find me on Twitter at 7 That's number 7 If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can find us there at Denamo Abroad. And if you want to get into contact with us, you can either drop us a DM on Twitter or you can send us an email to Denamo Abroad Podcast at gmail.com. Well, from everyone here at Denamo Abroad, that's all we have for you. And we will see you next time. Dinamo.